Namaste. Welcome to Buddha's teaching. My name is Soti Tim. First of all, I like to pay respect to the Triple Gems. I like to pay respect to the Buddha. I like to pay respect to the Dharma. And I like to pay respect to the Sangha. Hello again, everyone. It's nice to be here again. It's good to be heard again. And I'm glad that you have the time and the opportunity to spend a little of your time to hopefully listen hopefully to get something out of the teaching, out of Buddha's teaching, something that I always aim to provide, to give something that can be of beneficial to everyone from different perspectives, from different angles, trying to find different way to relay the message of the teaching. So yeah, it's good to be here in the company with you. So hopefully you are doing okay. Hopefully everything is alright with you guys. Today, I well, it it um the other day I just happened to remember one of the saying the quote from by uh Doctor Wayne Dyer, the late uh Doctor Wayne Dyer. I'm pretty sure some of you have probably heard of him. Okay, um, he was. A really good person. Uh, he had good, uh, great understanding in the Dharma. And one of the uh, book I believe that he wrote, um, or one of the quote that he said, I'm not sure I forgot, because I did not get to uh, read that book, but I I know this is a quote that he said. Uh, from one of his, uh, at least from one of his books. Um, he said that uh, you are only one thought away from happiness. Okay. So, you are only one thought away from happiness. If you dissect that phrase, if you dissect those uh, words. Okay, one thought away from happiness. So, another word is to to get to the state of happiness. You just have to do a little shift, right? Which is also one of his, uh, I believe, his book, the shift. 
um, what you need to do is all you have to do is do a little shift and what kind of shift is it okay it's a shift of your thinking okay because let's say as we all know our mind change all the time right from one moment to the next and we experience different emotion from one moment to the next so you and I and everyone else the feeling or the emotion or the status that we we like to be in is in the in the status of being content of being pleasant of uh, being comfortable or being happy that's what we all want that's all that's all everybody want want to be happy want to be pleasant want to be comfortable have good life uh, um, living peacefully joyfully that's what we want everybody wants that but so to get that the problem is we have issue in our lives that keep um, preventing us from staying in that state we do experience the state of happiness the state of joyfulness the state of peacefulness you know this the state of uh, calm we do enjoy that from time to time okay but unfortunately it doesn't last very long because there are other things that keep coming up and keep obstructing us keep um bothering us so it keep shifting us uh from the state of of uh, you know pleasant pleasantness to the state of agitation right so that is just a little shift so our mind shift all the time left to right right to left left to right right to left depending on whatever that we encounter right so that's why when dr wayne dies say you only one thought away from being happy and the but the problem is we can't seem to find the way to shift it to that state right and also when we in that state of being happy or being joyful the mind keep shifting us back keep pulling us back to different uh, mode to different um, feeling 
different emotion. Okay, which we don't want, but it just happened, right? So, for example, again, our mind does all kinds of things. Okay, uh, in our daily lives, we all know that, you know, the we all go through different kinds of um, all kinds of feeling on a daily basis okay uh, if we are lucky if we are fortunate you know the day goes by smoothly okay without any issue without much problem then that day is uh, probably one of the uh, most successful day that we have but there are days that we all know we have so many problems and days turn into weeks weeks turn into months and it, months can turn into years um, because um, that's how the mind works it, it, it hold on to something and it just keep thinking about it and it won't let go so, a lot of time, that's what happened to um, pretty much most of us. Nobody wants to be in the state of uh, misery. Everybody wants to be in the state of pleasantness, of uh, contentment, of, of uh, happiness, of being happy. But a life as we all know, is full of potholes, is full of obstacles that we have to overcome. Right? So, the most important things that our life demands is food, of course, um, that we have to provide to the body. Okay, uh, clothing, and then shelter and medicine. Okay, those are the probably the four most important things for um, everybody. Especially if you are in the third world countries, those are the luxury in a way. Okay, those are the luxury. Because when, when, when you are able to provide to yourself or to your families, okay, the, the food to eat, the place to stay, the shelter, uh, the house to live in, the clothes, proper clothing, right? And of course, medicine, if uh, people are sick, if you have those four things, you are pretty successful in life in a way, right? In the, in the third world countries, okay? Especially in the third world countries. But for the people who live in the West, in Australia, you know, in developed countries like the U.S., 
and things like that. That is like secondaries, okay? Food, housing, clothing, medicine. It's abundant. It's everywhere. Okay, it's become like a. Uh, a, just a, a regular normal um, things that most other people don't really, you know, uh, have any worry much about not being able to put food on the table, uh, to have clothing, shelter, or medicine. For most other people in the Western countries, in developed countries, those are um, much not much of a worry. I mean, yeah, they do have to uh, have jobs in order to do that. But again, comparing to the third world country, the Western societies are much, much better off. Regardless of that standard, those standards, people still have issue after they have those four necessities. Okay? When we don't have anything to eat, that's one big problem that we concentrate on. Okay? That is the biggest problem that we concentrate on trying to feed ourselves. But once we have that, once we are full and we are satisfied, we are comfortable, our stomach is not growling, okay? Then we have other issues, as we all know it. Because our mind keeps looking for something else. Our minds cannot stay still. Our minds keep looking for additional stuff. Okay. Our minds keep looking for more uh, happiness. Looking for entertainment. Looking for better um quote-unquote, better things to itself. So with that, as we all know, we run into different things. Now, other potholes that we have besides feeding ourselves, besides providing for ourselves and our families, okay, besides providing for ourselves and our families. We have sickness. Those are the kind of potholes that we have to overcome. As we all know, nobody can avoid being sick. It's just a matter of time. It doesn't matter whether you are young or old. That's one of the uh, life obstacles. That is nature. 
That's what we all have to go through. And that's why it's important that we need to have affordable medicine. Right? And that's why we need to have affordable uh, place to live to keep uh, to keep us healthy. Okay, so one of the potholes that one of the obstacles that we have to overcome is uh, the sickness is the not being healthy. And as we all know, that is part of nature. When that happens, we have to take care of it. We have to search. We have to seek professional help. We have to go see the doctor. We have to go to the hospital. See, that's one of the obstacles that we all have. Now, out of that, of, of, of course, the physical health influence the uh, mental health, right? When we are sick, if we just have a normal flu or cold, that's what we think, and so we just, you know, take a little... Uh, Take some flu medicine, flu pills and stuff, and you are done, you get over that, and you go on. And, but there are times that the, the sickness is more serious and more severe, and that affects the mental health. Okay, and it could be chronic disease, chronic pain, chronic uh, sickness, whatever that we have. See, that is one major things that we all have to go through. And that is one of the things that we have to understand from the teaching that nobody wants sickness, right? Nobody uh, wants to be sick, but that is part of nature. Okay? So, if we cannot accept that and we ask question why, then we have issue. And that is affecting our mind, right? And that's affecting our mental health. So, that's why it's important that we understand about our mental health, about our mind. The in in Buddha's teaching, the Buddha do not talk, do not tell his disciple to do anything as far as curing the physical body. That's not what the Buddha's teaching is all about. Buddha's teaching concentrate on the on the mind you know not become but becoming the doctor of the, the of the body but 
becoming the doctor of the mind to um to help understand to help us to understand what the mind does because the mind plays a major major important role in society in uh happiness in the society happiness in the world's well-being okay because this mind is what makes the world goes round right this is this mind our mind is what uh bring us uh happiness or sadness negative emotion and everything in between so when we don't understand how the mind works the mind becomes something that obstructs us from seeing the truth of what is or what is going on and then we have issue we have problem we run into problem we run into uh, situation that we don't know how to handle and for most of the people unfortunately our mental health our, men, uh, our mental suffering is like a repeating cycle it repeats over and over and over again because most of us do not understand how the mind works when you don't understand how the mind works the mind will keep doing the same thing okay let's say you are sad then you repeat being sad when you are angry you repeat being angry okay when you are anxious or or you are, you follow hatred or jealousy the mind keeps doing it over and over and over again okay it is because we don't understand our own mind so another word this mind keeps creating issue for us keep bringing us problems and we and for most of us we don't know it because that's all that we are been accustomed to and we thought that that is normal when we have issue so that's it is issue is issue what we don't understand that we don't have to go through that over and over again and let the mind does whatever it does which build and create problem bigger and bigger break up families break up societies break up countries and break up the world okay it is because of the mind the minds keep
thinking or something and it's repeating itself over and over again about something and that mind holds on to its own thought to its, to its own thinking to its own feeling and emotion okay so when the mind grab on cling on to the very emotion okay whatever emotion that is and the mind cling on to it it clings on to anger it clings on to being upset it clings on to being sad it clings on to being anxious shy or hatred when the mind clings on to something like that it it has like a powerful grip on you but you just don't know because you identify yourself with that very mind okay so when you identify yourself with that very emotion so the mind and you becomes like uh, becomes one because we, you you don't realize that the mind is the mind and when the mind does that it clings on to something it hold on to something very strong okay it gives itself a sense of being right it gives itself the sense of of uh, existence i that i am right okay it's that what it thinks what your mind thinks the thought okay the opinions that the mind develop okay it cling on to it and it becomes a, like a, a a ritual or a self righteousness it hold on to that okay when it hold on to that it becomes something that keep growing because it keep thinking of itself being right okay being right as with with the with the its own thinking of its own idea now being right meanings sometimes let's say the mind can cling on to the idea that you are the victim of something okay even though let's say something happened to you uh, years ago okay months ago or even yesterday okay but the mind cling on to it the mind hold on to it it won't let go okay and why is that because the mind keep thinking that it is right okay the mind keeps thinking that it is right its opinion is correct its opinion is right 
there's a self-righteousness um, ideology that the mind is giving itself. And that's what we call the ego eye. Okay? So when your mind is holding on to its own idea, to its own thinking, to its own emotion, you feel like uh, you feel so constricted, you feel tight, you feel like you, you feel the stress, you feel the pressure because the mind is, your mind is holding on to that idea or to that emotion very strongly, very powerfully. Okay? And with that, the mind keeps building on that very idea or emotion or feeling. Right? And when that happens, the mind keeps, when the mind keeps building up, it grows bigger and bigger and small problem becomes big problem. And big problem leads to, of course, breakup and divorce in families, right? You cannot look at each other straight in the eyes anymore. Spouse, between spouses. Okay. Different races. Okay. Different countries. Why is it? Because the mind is holding on to something, is clinging on to something, to the ideology or to whatever the mind is thinking and claiming and always insisting that it is right. For country versus country, it's a collective mind. Okay? It's the collective mind. It's the mind that I don't that the the minds of the of the all the people in that country hold identify themselves as being whatever okay be uh, about nationalities or the mind of a uh, religious people you know they identify themselves as whatever religions they belong to see now the mind is clinging on to that. And when the mind cling on to something, it hold on to it, it defend it itself, of course, because that's the nature of the mind. It defends itself, it depends, it defends its own thinking, it defends its own feeling, it defends its own emotion of being right. Okay, so when the mind does that, there is no way that you will have peace because the mind already determines that it is right and the other party is at the wrong. When the mind hold on to that, very ideology, 
Okay, the mind say, I am right and he or she is wrong. The mind does not want to compromise. The mind does not want to uh, forgive or want to let go. The mind holds on to itself as being right. So when the mind is holding on to itself as being right, it shows up into the facial expression of the person. The person is not happy when the person see you, or you are not happy when you see the other person. Because your mind is holding on to something deep inside of you as being right, as being the victim, as being this and being that. Okay? That's what we call clinging or holding on very powerfully to something in there which you call I. And that is the biggest obstacle that most people have. Okay? That, that's what makes people argue. That's what makes people fight. Okay? That's what makes people have issue. Because the mind is very strong. Okay? Because the mind is full of that energy. See, for sick people, and I'm talking about people who are really sick or people who are starving to death that don't have energy to fight, they could care less about who wants to win. If you go to ask patient in the ER, who on the IV, on the, on the lifeline, or you go to poor country that barely have anything to eat, okay? Do you think they are fighting about ideology? No. They can only think of one thing is it's survival. Living. Because because they don't have energy to fight. They just want to live. That's for sick people. See? But once people have energy, they have now they have strength to fight. Isn't that odd? They forget that without energy they cannot fight. But now that they have energy, they're looking for something, they're looking to fight. And it's not that they they themselves, but it's the mind that that keeps doing it and keep causing issues without them knowing. 
this is the obstacle that we all encounter in life and we don't know how to well for most of us we don't know how to resolve this issue because we think that that's what life is all about normal life is we go through some happiness and then some fight some argument because it, they all think that it's normal but deep inside they know it's not normal it's not something that they want nobody wants to fight nobody wants to be angry right nobody wants to have a broken family everyone wants to be happy but everyone encounters that and it causes so much problem in their, in their lives okay and the problem is nobody teaches people on how to handle life on how to handle their mind okay because life and mind these two words are synonymous it's the same word it's the same thing that is with different sound to it it's something that everyone needs to learn about their own mind if they want to live in a world that already has challenges right when we are born we already have physical challenges okay without the mercy merciness merciness of our parents we wouldn't be sitting here okay without the merciness of our parents of the people who have raised us fed us clothed us uh, took care of us we wouldn't be sitting here so just with that alone we have overcome major obstacle already of uh, being alive okay so with that obstacle now that uh, we are taken care of and now that we are on our own feet we don't know how to handle issue and a lot of time for most of us when issue arise for non for normal ordinary mind who never been trained we fight we blame each other we point finger to each other we scream at each other because we always we when we scream when we fight the underlying 
message is that I am right and you are wrong. That's what it comes down to. Okay? If both agree to talk or calm down in, in, a, in a peaceful manner, then there's, there's, there's a way out. But the problem is people keep sticking to their own ideology that I am right, you are wrong. So instead of being nice, they choose to be right. Okay? People choose to be right a lot more than being nice. Okay? So when that happens, many, many times, relationship breaks up. Right? So that is the kind of obstacle that we all need to learn to find out. How do we overcome this obstacle, this problem that we have in our life, the many issues that we face in the family, with friends, co-workers, neighbors. What is it that drives all this problem? What is it that drives all this issue? And if you learn to observe this, you will see that problem keep occurring. You are angry, and the more problem you have, the more, quote-unquote, I'm going to say, ignorant you are. Because you don't want to be angry, but you keep doing it. Okay, you don't want to uh, to be sad, but you keep doing it. Okay, it means that you do not understand your own mind, and when you don't understand your own mind, which is not you, your own mind will keep doing with the same thing over and over again. Okay, so to make the shift, to, to make a change, okay, it has to start somewhere, and that somewhere is you. It has to start with and understanding that, hey, I need to stop this. I need to stop this craziness that is going on in my mind, in my thinking head. Okay? The way I have been angry a lot, anxious a lot, upset a lot, right, um, jealous a lot, you have to see this in yourself, 
and you have to recognize it as being that those things are not wholesome. That is something that you have to recognize for yourself that hey, those things are not nice. What happened in my mind? It's not nice. But why is it I'm always angry? Why is it I'm always so explosive? I don't like that kind of feeling. Why is it why does it keep happening? See? I don't like to be sad. I don't like to have to have uh uh, the feeling of uh, whatever the negative feeling that you feel okay the unwholesome feeling because if you don't have that urge of wanting to be free from all of those feeling you're gonna keep going with it okay you're gonna keep going with it there okay I'm mad, I'm angry, so what? Okay? When you say, I'm mad, I'm angry, you already identify yourself with that emotion, with the feeling. It has to be a point that you stop and say, okay, enough is enough. I, this is not working. Okay? I have been fighting a lot with my boyfriend with my girlfriend with my sibling with my parents with my husband or wife or my wife okay this is not working there has to be a way okay because that is the obstacle of life that breaks up, that breaks you up, that breaks up the family. Okay? That is the obstacle. Those are the things that breaks society. Okay? And that's where you, and that's where you start. You start by wanting to change your very own situation. And by changing is by start to recognize that what is happening in your life right now is not good. And you don't want to go through that. You want to be you want to be in you want to be a nice person. You don't want to have a fight with your with your wife or with your husband. But why you keep fighting? What is it? You said, I don't want this. Okay? And there's no blame. Instead of blaming, so when you blame the other party, the other person, it still say that you are right. That's why you blame another person. Right? Because you are right, so you, the other person is wrong. So now you're blaming the other person. You have to be able to put down the blame, put down all of those things, 
those feelings and say, there must be another way. Okay? Life doesn't have to be this way. Right? Life is already difficult as it is to provide food, to bring food, to bring shelter, to bring uh, to medicine, all that. That's already hard as it is. You don't need to have this mental stress on top of it. So, it starts with you. You want to find out that change. Okay? You want to find out that change. Okay? And that change starts with you. One should put down your clinging idea of being right. You put it down. Say, okay, I don't want to be right anymore. I want to be happy. I don't want to fight with my husband, with my wife anymore. I want to live in harmony. I want love. I want happiness. Why is it that we have to fight? We have to find a common ground somewhere here. Something here is not working right. You have to be able to sit down, settle down, put aside what we call the ego or the, the, the being right, put it aside and figure out what is this going on. And this is the beginning. This is where you can pick up and start to learn about Buddha's teaching. Okay? Buddha's teaching teaches you about your mind, your mental activities, how it comes up, the different kinds of mind that you have, the negative mind, positive mind, right? Now you can go a little deeper into yourself. Okay, okay, let me understand this mind oh, that is working right now. What is going on here? I need to fix this. Okay, the emotion that I have here that is going crazy. I need to fix this. I need to calm this mind. Okay? So now you start. Now you start the chain. It, see, see, it begins with you. When you start, that is a thought. That is the shift right there. Now you're thinking differently. Before you think you're right, he's wrong, she is wrong, and all that. But now the thinking is changed. You don't think about I'm right anymore. You don't think about he is wrong, 
or she is wrong anymore. The thinking shifts from holding on to being right, to being a victim, or to being from being a what to hmm. I'm not doing that anymore. That little shift will release you right away, a little bit at a time from that pressure, from the stress that you have. Right away, you will feel it when you once you put aside your ego. You say, "Okay, let me look into this mind, my mind, how it works, and all that." All of a sudden, you already feel the relief. You're not holding on to that very ideals anymore. You put it aside. The right being right. You see, you're only one thought away from being happy. It's a little tiny step at a time, but you can start tiptoeing away from your own clinging mind. Okay, one small step at a time, no rushing. You have to keep shifting from being mad, from being upset, from being angry, from being right. I'm right. He's bad. He's mean. He's wrong. From that to the other side. Train your mind to. Shift from there to being a good person, being a nice person, being calm. Okay, soft, a little calmer, a little softer. You can then you can respond a little better with a softer voice, a softer tone. Okay, and try to figure out. It's a little shift. One small shift at a time. This is how you begin. Okay, so this is another way that I'm trying to point out to you. I point out many other different ways before, but this is another way. Okay. Put down your emotion. The high emotion, watch it. That's what you need to do. If you don't want to go through the same thing over and over again, this all this stress that you are having, especially right now, if especially right now, if you are in a stressful situation in your family, okay. And you see that it's going to get worse. In the future, because you have been having this argument, this fight, more and more, with your spouse, and it's it you don't see that it's getting any better. So this is the time, especially, 
for you to sit down and say, hey, this is not where I want to go. This is not I want to see. This is not where the future of this family is going. This is what, no, something is wrong here. Step back. Okay? Step back. You have to learn about your own emotion. Because your own mind, your own emotion is something that you've been living with your entire life. But it doesn't have to be this way. It can change. But you have to understand how it works. It can change. Okay? That emotion of yours is not you. You have to keep that in mind. That you always want to be happy. You want to be peaceful. You are a nice person. But you always have this emotion. This feeling that keeps bringing you into a realm of unpleasantness. Into a realm of madness. Of angry. Okay, that's not the realm that you want to be in. But your mind, your emotion keeps pulling you there. Okay? That's why you need to understand about your mind. Hey, that is not right. You have to let that go and find out and understand it. Okay? You have to step back. Put down, put to the side the clinging holding on to the very idea that he's wrong, I'm right. Or she's wrong, I'm right. Okay? Put that aside. Put that aside. And let's work it out. Okay? Because that is the beginning of is beautiful study of what Buddha's teaching is all about. Okay, it goes way deeper. But this is at the surface level. The beginning to underst of understanding of your very own mind, your very own idea, your very own thinking, your very own thought, feeling, and emotion. Okay, I hope I get my message across to some of you. So as always, if you have any question, you have anything in mind that you want me to talk about, feel free to leave me a message. Until next time, Namaste. Mm -hmm.